Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome to the show and a good Monday Eve to you, Mark Aram here, you there, it's 7.08, after 7, this is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Before I go on, I just realized, so this this lady, Lotine Longo here, we'll get to him in a second, um, I start the show, good Monday Eve to you. Or I good, saw that. Good Tuesday Eve to you, and this lady pointed out, rightly so, that when I say Monday Eve, that... I'm really that I'm we should be on the air on Sunday, you know, like Christmas Eve is the day before Christmas. So when I say good Monday Eve, right, it's really I'm talking about Sunday or good Tuesday Eve, it would be on a Monday. But the problem is, I've been saying that for so many years, I guess I gotta adjust it to evening. I always thought you meant evening. No, you're fine. Stop being a nudge. Is what I would tell that. Oh, be, I mean, she was. She's actually right, though. So? Like I say, Good Monday Eve. It's like, oh, Monday's tomorrow. This is the eve of Monday. Correct. You're but fine. I always thought it was okay. evening. Like I thought you were saying, yeah, Good Monday, right. good Monday evening. evening. Well, but, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say evening now. Oh. No, don't start saying. No? Okay. no, we'll see. I mean, I'll probably forget in two days. Try, but. try, try restarting the show and let's see how it sounds. No, no, that took all my energy. <laughs> all right, one more time. We got to do the whole open and everything. Give me like three seconds of the open. Yeah. Oh, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. Good lord. No, I want this time. Welcome to the show and a good Monday evening to you. It doesn't roll. It's not bad. Eh, too many syllables. Uh, all right, we'll see what happens. Anyway, <laughs> Longoria is here. We understood it as what it was. Yeah. All right, but she was right. She was absolutely right. It's it's Monday evening, not Monday Eve. I guess. I don't know. Anyway, Longoria is here. Low T Chuck is going to screen your calls. <laughs> Low We've got uh, a, a monster show. Second hour of the show, we are going to celebrate Seinfeld. Today I know. is the 20th anniversary of the, se- the series finale. So depressed when I realized The series that. went off the air 20 years ago today. I remember the day. Oh, I remember it. The I day remember. after I came in the newsroom, we were talking, me and Marcy Williams, like, oh, what a crappy final episode. I like, loved it. Everybody uh, hated it. I yeah, it I, I, I don't know. I didn't know what, I, what to expect. It kind of seemed kind of schlocky to me, but... I mean, I still watch it again, but uh, but that's that's crazy that it went off the air twenty years ago. I know twenty. That's not when it started. Oh, Seinfeld started. It was done twenty years ago, and it it's still almost thirty years ago. Yeah, and it's still like the most rewatchable sitcom of all time. Oh, that that in the office. So second hour of the program, we're going to talk about that. Uh, first off, we got to do a weekend recap. We'll start with Low Tizzle. How was your weekend, my friend? Excellent. Very, very good. Had a did a little yard work on Saturday. Nice little pool party on Sunday. At your house? Uh, no, at a friend's house. Right. They ha- they have a pool. We do not. We just have a neighborhood pool. 
Yeah. If you would have been to his house at any point, you would have realized that he doesn't. I've know never, him. I've never been invited. I was gonna say I don't know if I've invited him. I think you have. No, I went to nah, the. That's uh, true. Yeah, no, I did. I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course you do. Maybe Buford messed, you know, got lost the invitation or something because I don't think I've ever been invited. I would love to come to your house someday. Okay. Well, next I, time I we went have... to that other chick's house that I thought was your house for the that baby was shower. So. <laughs> I'm like, there's funny. no stone in that's this where house we had, at all. Actually, uh, that's where we had the, that's where we had the party. Oh, okay. Were, we went. We so went I've been house. to that house. Yes. All right, pool yes. party. Yep. It's getting too hot too early though. 90 degrees oh, already. I know. In May, crazy. How was your weekend, Longoria? Well, it was all right. I didn't do much. I'm trying to get over this cold or oh, whatever. Oh, I have. I'm sorry. Hold on. First Mother's Day for uh, oh, yeah. your hot neighbor. What happened? It was good. Well, tell me about it. <laughs> it I can't. I just glossed over First that. First of all. I did a really good job of convincing people that I wasn't going to do anything. Yeah. Because, you were playing possum? Yes. Our boss, Pete Spriggs, actually <laughs> called Eric on my behalf to nudge me into, hey, I don't want him divorced before the end of the year. Please encourage him to buy something for his wife. So That's fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, my shtick worked. Yeah. Uh, no, it was it was, uh, it was was great. Got her flowers. I got her card from me and from Ella um, and got her a nice combo uh, facial massage, scalp massage, little day spa thing. How so. was the uh, Gem and Mineral show? The Gem and Mineral show was fantastic. <laughs> it was good. It was everything that I thought it would be. And a lot more. of poli- lot of polished rock, a lot of rock. Good, good. Yeah, I'm was, sorry it, I didn't get. Nice. To... I didn't. I didn't find anything particular. Did you find fossils for your wife? Because she's uh, a big fossil I did find person. some fossils. Um, <laughs> none that she was. That she wanted in the house. She wanted. She didn't want them in the. Did house. you get my text that Jennifer Griffey's wanted a stalactite? I must have missed it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have grabbed one. That was, I mean, it was the 50th uh, year of the Jim and Merrill show. Uh, How was Mother's Day for you, Longoria? It was good. It was good. I got her some chocolate-covered strawberries from that little place over here in Atlantic Station, that ice cream chocolate. Oh, Kirkland's um, or something like that. Kilwins. There you go. That place is downright evil. Why? It's so good. It is good. Yeah, you walk in there. If you have a sweet tooth like me, Mm -hmm. forget about it. It's insane i spent like 50 bucks there yeah well i mean that's easy. you got off easy there <laughs> yeah it's well i bought some other stuff for myself uh, <laughs> they're in there it smells so good they're making candied apples they're making the fudge and and they have ice cream. i mean that good place candy is, shop where they make the stuff in house yeah that's what that's it is hard to resist yeah. and i'm not i don't have you guys know this i don't yeah. have a sweet tooth but it, that's hard to resist when they're in there and they're like Making caramel and the Kill taffy wins. machines are going and they're dipping apples and stuff. Yeah, that's that's tough to resist. Killwins is I've I once spent two hundred dollars there. No good. It's easy. Yeah. Oh, it's easy. It really is because you're like, oh, I want a pound of that fudge mm-hmm. and a pound of that fudge and it was. I mean, it was not for me. It was like for sure. gifts and stuff. But holy cow, that's good. All right, so good job, Killwins. Yeah, got that, and then I bought her a um, rose bush that I planted last Aww. night. So we'll have roses, free roses for the rest forever. Of good forever. for you. Yeah. There you go. Good for you. Now your she's mom. She's gonna know when she's getting roses because she'll look out the window yeah. and then exactly. And then her favorite color. She likes bush. orange roses, so I yeah. bought her an orange rose Ooh, bush. Nice. I didn't even know there was an orange rose bush. Mm-hmm. Oh, they got all kinds of colors. Yeah, all kinds of colors. All right. Yellow, orange, pink, white. Yeah, I've seen yellow and white. I never saw orange. Yeah. Like Tennessee volunteer orange? Like uh, No, like quite. a coral orange. Coral. Mm. Get you all fancy. Yeah. Now, your mom doesn't live in Atlanta. Did you, no. Did you do anything for your Did you send her anything? Yeah, I did. I sent her some uh, flowers on Friday that got stolen, and so now they're resending them tomorrow. What? Right. You got credit for it, though. Yeah. yeah. All right. They, yeah, I guess. I mean, they, they said they delivered them. They weren't there. And so. they just drop them off and someone steals them. That's so, that's common. Yeah. Desperate that's dudes. Shady. Your mom lives uh, in Montana. Yeah. Did you do anything for uh, for your mom? I assume so. That, I didn't handle it. The wife handles yeah. that. Is Montana, uh, Mother's Day a big day in Montana? 
it's a big day for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. No. I uh, I did not get her lip balm, though. Homemade lip balm. I know that. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that was, fantastic. They were talking about that at the party on Sunday. Yeah. They were like, you remember making lip balm? I'm like, no. <laughs> Do you remember making lip balm? <laughs> yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> Too funny. But yeah, no, uh, we got her we got her flowers and good, some cards. Good, and some good, good. I sent, so there's a place in New York City called Russ and Daughters. It's like a Jewish deli. So I sent my mom a, a gift bag from there. Jews nugget. Of like bagels and smoked salmon and all Ooh, this. Nice. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. But I had it delivered on Friday. So? Okay. Uh, I'm just saying that. No. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think at this point it matters. You can't you have to, really get stuff to, delivered on Sunday. Yeah, it wasn't an option. Yeah, it's hard to get it delivered on Sunday. Yeah. Unless you want to pay extra. I don't even think that was an option. Wasn't it? No. Yeah, some like, places they'll be like, yeah, we'll deliver it on Sunday, but we're going to charge you yeah. four times the delivery fee. Well, I figured she could enjoy it all the way up through Mother's exactly. Day. So that's what I did. Um. What did I do this weekend? Oh, I went to a birthday party uh, for uh, my girlfriend's friend. That was a good time. And uh, was pretty lazy other than that. Oh, here's a story. <laughs> so, you know, we're, uh, the Emmys are coming up in June. Oh, yeah. And uh, I've been nominated for an Emmy for uh, the bridge collapse on Channel 2 Action News this morning. Where the, the morning news is actually nominated for two Emmys for breaking news coverage. Best newscast, something, I don't know. I think I'm not made for a couple, but whatever. <laughs> something, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how it breaks down. <laughs> I'm not involved in that one. I don't. I don't know what's going on. But so Alex Williams, little guy, his girlfriend works upstairs. She's a producer. Mm-hmm. And she's nominated for uh, Emmys as well. So she is going to the Emmys, and I'm going to the Emmys, whatever. So Emmys, you get, it's a dress-up event, you know. And I haven't – my tux is too big. The last time I wore my tux, I was about 30 pounds heavier. So I tried it on. Like, really? Yeah. I'm like, this isn't gonna, this isn't gonna work. So um, yeah, I'm it's like, hard to believe, right? I was, I was just trying to picture you. Like I've known you for a while, but I can't picture you 30 pounds heavier. Yeah. I mean, it my my weight goes ago. like this. It it goes up and down, but. Well, you hide it well. Well, I'm th- I'm 30 pounds lighter now, fool. <laughs> I'm just saying. I never knew. <laughs> well, whenever you were 30 pounds heavier, yeah. you hit it well because we didn't realize it. Known you for five it. years. You telling me you you haven't had that 30 pounds on in five years? Probably five years ago, I hadn't. Okay, well then yeah. I just caught you on your skinny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Riding that for <laughs> I met you and I started getting. <laughs> okay, in shape. that's what I, did. I was like. Damn. <laughs> All I better... right. Okay. So anyway, so K and G. Do you guys know K and G Men's yes, Warehouse? Yes. So I get a text. I'm on their text thing. I, I don't even know how to unsubscribe. Whatever. It's a fine organization. So I get a text on Friday morning. Buy one get one suits or tuxedo. Buy one get one free. Oh wow. Yeah. So I'm like it's usually oh. half off. I'm like perfect. So I go to Alex Williams. I'm like. Hey, after the morning show, let's go to K and G. I'll buy Tux. I'll give you the free one, because you know, right? He's a little guy. He's you know, right? And he did, he says, "Nah, I'm good." What? That's what I said. How and do you I'm give like, up a free Tux." That's what I said. I need a Tux pretty soon. I'm like, we're not going to. I'm like, we're not splitting this. You know, <laughs> I'm 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 buy my. They're not that expensive at K and G. I'm like, still. I'll give you. A, he's like, well, I'm a. So I walk out of the room, and Ashley's like, what, what are you, a moron? He's giving you a free tuxedo. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I come back, and he's like, oh, I'm like, all right, here's the deal. I'm going home and going to bed. If you want to go tonight, it's open till 9. When you get off radio at 7 p.m., text me, and we'll go. It's right around the corner here. Never texted me. What? Passed on a free tux. So you'll take up the free tux. I'll take it. All right, good. That's crazy. I got an event That's to go not... to the uh, Black Tie Fair. I don't even, actually, I don't know if it's two for one anymore, but. Wow. Well, um, you're going to buy me one anyway. Isn't so. that bananas? Yeah, I don't understand that. Absolutely free tuxedo. And he's like, yeah. yeah. No strings. No, no strings. Nothing. Just go. Like, he doesn't even take... have to go have these with you. No. It takes he has 20 to, minutes. He has to go to try fitted. one on. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. I don't That's know. the most bizarre <laughs> thing. I mean, I, wow. 
He's like, well, I'm going to be in a wedding in August. And I'm like, what the hell does that matter? Yeah. So then Denise from sales comes in, and I'm like, Denise, does your husband have a tuxedo? She goes, oh, yeah, he looks fine as hell. I'm like, I know. But if I offered him a free tuxedo, even though he has one, would he take it? He's, she's like, of course he would take it. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Anyway, I just want to throw that out. Um, I do want to come back. We do have stuff to talk about. Melania Trump, uh, get well soon. We'll talk about the first lady who went in for surgery. And could sports betting be legal in Georgia? It's a possibility. We'll talk about that when we come back. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Arab. It's a movie Monday, kind of. So Longoria is playing a movie soundtrack throughout the show. At the end of the show, if you get the movie soundtrack, you win the prize pack. 404-872-0750. It's Mark Arab on WSB. Welcome back to the show, 724, 83 degrees on Peachtree Street. Interesting uh, movie soundtrack thus far. So uh, best wishes to First Lady Melania Trump. Unbeknownst to anyone, she went in today to Walter Reed uh, Medical Facility and had a uh, successful procedure for a benign kidney condition. She will remain hospitalized. Uh, We don't know anything about the kidney condition or, or if this was something that was planned or it was like an emergency kind of thing, but uh, certainly wish her well. I, I hope it's not stress-related, because, God, what a stressful life she must have right now. I mean, never mind the stress of being a mom, which mm-hmm. she is, um, but also the first lady, and then all the stuff swirling around President Trump's sexual history. Mm-hmm. Like, any one of those three things alone is enough stress for any person, but you add on the, in the spotlight of the, the world on her. I just hope this doesn't turn out to be stress-related kind of thing because, I mean, she never asked for any of this. No. I don't think President Trump said, hey, I'm going to run for president. Is that okay with you? Yeah. I don't think he would. Yeah, I'm sure he didn't run it by her (laughs) at all. I'm sure he didn't. Not not the case, I'm sure. So, uh, I I mean, truly wish her well. That's, uh, I mean, she's going to be there for like a week. That's a big, that's a long time. Yeah, but they also, I think they're overly cautious sometimes with, uh, People important people for, yeah, maybe she asked to do that I, I just want to check out for a week <laughs> yeah, exactly. can you just make just an excuse like, hey, hey, i'm just gonna hang out for here you know for a now is while. she under obamacare like I will, don't is this, think so. will, will this be covered i don't think so uh. i think they can afford to pay cash i did somebody did say um it may be something as simple as kidney stones um, that's a long isn't that a long time to be in the hospital for i mean it could be but it depends yeah. on how size you know there's a lot of conditional factors that way in there and again maybe she just wants a week off her feet yeah i don't blame her it's like should we i'm in no hurry to get back should we send her something from the show sure like a muffin basket or something yeah that'd be great or some of your orange roses (laughs) yeah let's wait for them to bloom yeah Yeah. that's uh that's i just hate that for her like that what a tough life and the the poor son baron oh yeah Ugh. i hope that they don't let that kid watch tv ever (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I would I would make him the true bubble boy. I think yeah. Seinfeld. I'd put that kid in a bubble and be like, you, "You're not coming out till you're 18, man. You don't, don't know. What, you don't want to know what's going on out here." Yeah. Uh, I feel so bad for for him and, and Melania. So, from all of us at the Mark Aram Show, uh, for the first lady, best wishes. We wish you a speedy recovery. The muffin basket is in route. All right, we're gonna we're gonna hit the ground running. When we come back after news, weather, and traffic, the Supreme Court decided today that it will be up to the states to determine whether or not we can bet on sports 
legally. That's huge news. Will it happen in Georgia? And if it does, would that be a good thing? Your thoughts when we come back. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Ray Liotta, and you're listening to The Mark Aram. Welcome back to the show and a good Monday Eve to you. I keep saying it, son of a gun. It's never going to happen. It's uh, 7.38, 2 in front of uh, 8 o'clock. Mark Aram at your beck and call till 9 in the p.m. with Longo and Loti. This is Movie Monday, but instead of movies in the second hour, we're going to be talking about Seinfeld. Today is the 20th anniversary of the Seinfeld finale airing on NBC. It's been 20 years since that show went off the air. Still a powerful force in pop culture. We'll talk about that in the next hour. This is breaking news out of the Supreme Court. Uh, the Supreme Court today strikes down a law uh, which had states uh, prevented states from legalizing betting on sports. So 1992 federal law has prohibited most states from authorized sports betting. Uh, except for Las Vegas. Like Las Vegas, you can go and bet on sports, blah, blah, blah. Supreme Court says it should be up to the states to do it unless Congress wants to act. So if Congress wants to pass a law that blah, 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 prevents states from doing it, but the Supreme Court's saying as it is right now, every state can can legalize sports betting if they want because this all started with New Jersey. New Jersey tried to start doing it. Chris Christie. Yeah, Chris Christie. Um, what's he up to these Not days? much. Not much Not or nothing, much. huh? I haven't heard his name until today in He got, quite he got a while. pushed to the, the side. He did. He thought he was getting a cabinet position or something. Yes. He, and uh, then, uh, maybe he's hanging out at closed beaches. He tried to get a time. radio job. Yeah, I know. He, yeah, he tried did. To get, he tried to get a radio He gig. tried to get the oh, afternoon really? job at WFAN in New York, a sports talk station, which I think would have been funny. Like, I think it would have been good. Yeah. yeah. I mean. They told him no? Yeah, he didn't get yeah, the gig. Yeah, he didn't get the gig. He did not get it. But, uh. But here's the I, I full disclosure. I used to bet on sports, not a lot, but you know enough. You don't anymore. No, I haven't. I haven't bet on sports in like 15 years at least. Oh wow. Yeah, it's just because I I you pay juice. Do you understand? Oh yeah. You understand what juice is, mm-hmm, Longoria? Mm-hmm. Not apple juice. Right. Not right, orange juice. Right. But let's say you you place a bet with a casino. There's there's like a 10 percent like a 50 dollar bet. Um, if if I place a 50 dollar bet on something even money, I get $40 back. There's juice there. So you you, you, you pay the juice. So you're always going to be behind the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the proliferation now of daily fantasy sports and in-game betting, which is huge online, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this, where you can bet in the middle of a game, middle of the Braves game, third inning, you can bet on who's going to win or who's going to score more runs. Well, you can make all kinds of weird bets. If, is somebody going to get a triple in the bottom of the fourth? Like, you can get all, like, real weird with it. It's absolutely insane. And I'm glad I don't gamble anymore because it, it's just, I, I can see, I know people that, that are totally addicted to this online betting. Yeah, the, well, it was a FanDuel and the other one. 
DraftKings. DraftKings. They that, yeah. they really had a huge push for that sort yes. of in-game, you know, over under just random things that will happen during the game. You know, I'm not a fan of of, of gambling. I, I've seen the error of my way, and I was I didn't go broke or anything. I just came to the realization like. You, you know, it's never I'm never going to retire off of this. So why risk harder money for something? And you know, and the house always wins. Like Vegas doesn't lose money in their sports books; they make money. Yeah. If you have a bookie here, they make money. The the online sites they make a ton of money. So I just came to the realization: oh, it's not for me. And it, you know, it gave me too much angst and agita, like watching a game and like, oh, oh yeah, the spread is nine and they're down by. Yeah, eight. you can't enjoy the game because exactly. you're always looking to see watching if you're some win poor or person who the team is is winning by thirty points, but the schlub exactly. that they put in in the last thirty seconds <laughs> hits a three pointer to exactly. miss the, and then you. I'm just watching yeah. people get crushed. Like, actually, makes me laugh. But what what has replaced that rush for me has been fantasy sports. So I play, maybe not for a lot of money. Fantasy baseball, of course, I absolutely love fantasy football. Playing Jay Black's league, Longoria's league, which I absolutely suck at. Um, th- so that to me it has replaced it. That being said, I'm I'm if, I, I think it should be legal. It, there's you know yeah. it, it's our money. Let's do it. I don't recommend people do it because I, I think it's a slippery slope, and the house always wins. The house will always, at the end of the day, and I know there's some people, I know a guy. I want to see how much I want to divulge of this. All right, so there's a guy I know, not very well, a friend of a friend of a friend. An acquaintance. An acquaintance, and his job is, this is a crazy job. He has what's, uh, he works for what's called a sharp in Las Vegas. A sharp is a guy that beats the odds consistently to the point where casinos will stop taking his bets, okay? So what the sharp does, he hired this guy that I know through another guy, through another guy, through another guy. I'm, I'm really, I'm going Michael Cohen on this. I'm separating myself <laughs> nine degrees of separation. I don't even know the guy's name. But his job is to place bets for this sharp in Las Vegas. So his, his job in Atlanta is to find, there's local bookies in Atlanta, like, you know, I'm sure there's a bookie in Conyers and mm-hmm. Woodstock. And the Sharps, this guy's job is to, the Sharp will text him or email him. Again, I don't know how this works. He might call him. I don't know. He contacts him. And he contacts him and says, place these bets with your bookies for this amount of money, blah, blah, blah. So this isn't, this isn't my, this guy's money. It's the Sharps money. He goes in and places the bet for him. And he gets like 10% of the winnings with no risk. The problem is the bookies eventually catch on like, oh, this guy, we'll call him Buford. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> My buddy Buford is placing these bets. Eventually, the local bookies are like, all right, we're not taking any more bets from Buford because he wins too much. And then this guy's job is to go find another bookie sure. to spread the bets around. That's his full-time job. He's wow. making a ton. I know. So there are, there are people. I don't know how they do it. There are some people that can beat the, sips, the system, the, these sharps. They're called, and uh, like Caesar's Palace won't take their bets. They're like, no, you're too good. We're not going to do it. So I guess it can be done, but for the average guy like me, you, and Longoria, yeah, we can't beat the system. You can't beat the juice. Yeah, The action is the juice. So I'm for it. I just recommend that people don't because it's it's a slippery slope. I've seen a lot of people lose everything through, to, through gambling because it's, you know, you lose, especially in college well, football season. Well, are you season. distinguishing gambling in the way of, 
playing poker and stuff like that and sports betting, or are you lumping this all into I'm one? I'm just talking uh, sports betting. Okay, all right. I just wanted to make it clear. Yeah. Sports betting, it's, uh, you know, in college football, it's like, all right, you bet the 11 o'clock games. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the crap games like uh, Harvard-Yale. All right. And then you lose that, and you're like, all right, the noon kickoffs or the 3 p.m. games. All right, SEC, you, you bet the Georgia game. You lose that. All right, the 7 p.m., I'm going to triple my bet to try— and then by the time the end of the day, at one in the morning, you're placing bets on Hawaii, Brigham Young. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> I've I mean, had I have a buddy in Texas that does the yeah. same thing. Yeah, and then the next thing you know, you've lost four thousand dollars that day. I, I've seen it happen. I don't recommend you do it, but I think you know it's a it's we're a free society. We're adults. We should be able to do what we want. You that could, you could as I said, you could be that lady at the uh, the horse race last week. Oh, but eighteen bucks and won Eight, a million dollars. <laughs> like yeah, a million I'll bucks. Yeah. She picked all the winners. That's like crazy. top to bottom. Yeah. Just randomly picked them all and won. Good for her. I know, right? Good for her. So that's that's my stance. I think it should be legal in Georgia. I don't think that it will get passed. I think the it'll be a while. We're a conservative. We're a conservative state. We're still very. Um, it'll be a while. Antiquated. So I, but I think there's a possibility that it can, and I'm okay with that. I want it to happen, but. Um, I, I think it could lead to a lot of issues for a lot of people. Your thoughts on this? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Should the state legislature allow sports gambling, sports betting in Georgia? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Joey joins us in Atlanta. Joey, welcome to the program. Hey, Mark. Uh, this is just the greatest day ever, man. This, I mean, this is... I don't think people know how big this is, man. This it's is huge. huge yeah, man. it absolutely this is. This is huge, man. This is, I mean, betting, for me, it's a way of life, man. This is not something like, oh, man, no, nah, man, this is this is like a job, man. So so you're, you are man. you are beating the system. I, I mean, man, I, listen, my, I only bet on football, college and pro, man, but let me tell you something, man. This is a way of life, man. This is This is major income. You know, this is nothing. To, this is nothing to joke about. This, yeah. how, this is how we do it. Serious, uh, serious sports gamblers. So man. I'm going to keep you man. anonymous here, Joey. But do you do you gamble online? Do you have a local bookie? How do you do it? Man, I gamble and I I I go out to Vegas and I got somebody in Vegas that you know that, Place, that, that, places that the bets for you. Yeah, but uh, you know, if any state doesn't open up a casino you must be out of your mind. Yeah, do you understand how much revenue is going to come in? Can you imagine? During the SEC, if Atlanta had a casino during the SEC football season, can you imagine how much action that casino would be getting? Yeah, and I mean, uh, to be fair though, this is casinos are. I mean, it's it's legal for casino. This is just specifically sports betting that the Supreme Court said um, right, should be up I'm to saying. the states. Yeah, sport sports betting, and I mean Mississippi is up and ready. They said they're they're going to be the one of the first people to have sports betting uh, states to have sports betting in there. In their casinos. How much? How many? If you don't mind, how much? How much money do you make uh, betting on sports? Oh, it's bad. You could make, you could make easy in the in mid six figures. Wow! Man, if you know what you're doing. No that's, kidding. That, that's nothing. Now, on a, on a normal Saturday, are, do you just like pick a couple of games and bet heavy, or do you bet like twenty games? No, man. I go. I go. I start in the morning, man. I start <laughs> in the morning with the with the with the ACC game, and I go all the way to the WAC or the pack. Uh, not the WAC, but the Mountain West or the pack. Uh, Pac-12, man. You get that. You got to get that gotta, Hawaii game in at the end of the day. Yeah, man. But you got to do major research, man. You yeah. just can't be any just regular guy off the street, man. You yeah. got to know what you're doing. Well, that, you, the regular guy off the street is the reason why that they can do it because the regular guy doesn't the, the, doesn't win regularly. But if you're doing the research like you say, Joey, then then you can't. Well, congratulations. This is big news for you then if it happens. 
Oh man, this is this is wonderful news. <laughs> and if you ever uh, during football season, if you want to call up and give Longoria a tip on a, on a college football game, he said he'd love it. Oh, okay, definitely. definitely. <laughs> All right, hey, good luck, congratulations, Joey. Thanks, buddy. Carlos is in College Park. Carlos, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hey, uh, listen, you know you're you're from the north, mm-hmm. and uh, we have OTB, right? Off track you know, betting, right? Yes, but. I don't know if people down here know what that is. And when you're betting on horses, um, it's the same difference. Um, I, I'm an advocate to, to, to bring gambling here. I mean, you know, you're at the job and you have a pool and people put money into it just to guess who's going to win mm-hmm. uh, March Madness, let alone anything else. Yeah. Yeah, so... What difference does it make? Um, the day before I left to go to North Carolina, I knew nothing of horses. And a friend of mine gave me a paper, and I marked it down, and I gave him $24. He went to the OTB, and at the end of the day, I ended up with $7,995. I've been sports. I've been horse uh, to the horse track a couple times. It's fun. I've never, I've never win. I don't horse know track's anything. fun. They are fun. All right, we're coming back. Possibility that sports betting legal in Georgia. Your thoughts. Should it happen or no? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Movie Monday on the Mark Aram Show. Is this movie from the 1930s, Longoria? It's kind of set in that era. Crazy. 404-872-0751-800-WSB-TALK. Gambling in Georgia. Sports betting. Should it be allowed? Keith joins us on the program. Keith, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Doing good tonight, Mark. Really enjoy your show. Thank you, brother. What do you think? The possibility of sports betting. Honestly, I think it's, uh, it's going to take us down a road to eventually legal gambling of casinos, and I think it's going to be a downfall of Atlanta. I, I come from Delaware. 19 years ago, I moved here. They put, they put the uh, casinos in the horse tracks, and it, it corrupted our state so bad. And I'm a gambler. I like to go to Vegas, been to Atlantic City hundreds of times. But what it draws in with the uh, mafia and what it draws in with the uh, drugs I think it's really going to hurt Atlanta, and we already have. See, I would think that would take that. Would, I thought that would take the mafia out of it. Since it's legal, you get it off the streets. Like right now, if you are gambling, you got to go find a, a you know shady bookie on the streets. But now, if it's legal, you go into a, a regulated casino, and that that's not the right, case. Brother, but mobs still in all of that. Really? Like I said, I grew up up north, and and they the mob has their hands in all of it. Interesting. All right. Well, no one wants. To, I mean, no offense if the mob is listening. The, uh, Behind the politicians. If the mob is listening, I you know I mean no offense, but no one wants to get involved with the mob. I'd rather you bet on gambling and bet on sports than get involved with the mob. Say no offense to the mob. A lot of some of my best friends are connected. <clears throat> we'll come back. Uh, we'll kick off movie Monday as we pay tribute to Seinfeld next hour. The 20th anniversary of the Seinfeld finale was today, but more of your calls on whether or not you think sports betting should be legalized in the state of Georgia. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram, this is The Mark Aram Show on WSB. Hey, this is Jennifer. 
is Lois Griffin, and you are listening to The Mark Aram Show. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn Back to the show and a good Monday evening to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 8.07, seven minutes after 8 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSP. Everybody on board, Longoria, stoic as ever on the other side of the takeout window. Low T Chuck screens your calls. Low T. We're going to continue to take your calls about the possibility of sports betting becoming legal in the state of Georgia. Your thoughts on that? Um, I... I I'm all for it. I think people need to proceed with caution. Very few people can make a living sports betting, but I think we're adults, and if we want to risk our money betting on uh, Idaho versus Montana State in uh, Idaho track and field, then nice. Uh, then go ahead. Track and field uh, betting, now exactly. But I, again, I haven't played. It's been 14, 15 years since I placed a legitimate sports bet. Like I'll do a, a fun bet. I remember one. Uh, I bet Joel Larsgaard, producer of the Clark Howard Show. Mm-hmm. That uh, Jason Hayward would make the All Star team, wouldn't make the All. I forgot what the bet was, but he won, and I I lost twenty bucks to him, and I paid him in pennies. Nice. I brought in a, I brought in a, <laughs> a twenty box. pound bag of pennies and just like <laughs> handed and it he to took him. it. Yes. Yeah, so uh, so Pain your thoughts and change exactly. Uh, so your thoughts on that at four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. Speaking of Clark Howard, Gwinnett Stripers baseball is great family value all summer, and now WSB's Clark Howard's getting you a Clark Smart ticket price May twenty third at Cool Ray Field nine dollars and fifty five cents for infield box seats. That's a great deal. Uh, and Clark's going to get to throw out the first pitch. Clark Howard night features the Gwinnett Stripers versus the Durham Bills May 23rd at 7.05 p.m. Go online to Ghost Stripers for tickets. GhostStripers.com for tickets. Use promo code Clark or Hannity or Low T. I think any promo code is going to work in there. Um, are we broadcasting live that day? I don't know. From there? I think we might be. Anyway. I can find out. Clark Howard night. There's one day we're going to be uh, broadcasting live from the Gwinnett Stripers game. Oh, nice. All right. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Today is the 20th anniversary <laughs> of the finale of the great show Seinfeld going off the air. So I want to pay tribute real quick to Seinfeld. Um, still, it's 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 not my all-time favorite sitcom, but it's up there. And there's just so many uh, memorable moments and quotes and characters. It's it, It's an amazing show. And we reference it so much here on the Mark Aram Show because we've all watched it a million times. So I wanted to pay tribute to that uh, just by simply asking uh, your favorite Seinfeld memory, episode, scene, character, anything. I want to hear them all. Refresh my memory because some of them uh, we might have forgotten. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Seinfeld Facts ran for nine seasons, 180 episodes on NBC from 89 to 98 created by Larry David, who went on to have an amazing career, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, The original concept for Seinfeld wasn't for a series, but for a one-off 90-minute special titled Stand Up that was set to run one night only uh, instead of Saturday Night Live in their time slot. It turned out to be... And I heard Seinfeld said originally when they were pitching the idea, it was going to be maybe him and Larry, like it was going to be two comedians 
And then Jerry was finally like, yeah, no, this is my show. This is my show. <laughs> yeah, nice. it, like they were trying to decide, do we, should it be like two comedians trying to work in New York? And he kind of squashed. He's like, yeah, no, this is Seinfeld my show. and Larry David uh, have made more than $400 million each from syndication on Seinfeld. <sighs> Just the syndication. Imagine Dang. that. Imagine getting paid for something you did 20 years ago. Yeah. That's the dream. That, right there. that, that really, that's. Can we syndicate the Mark Aram show? Oh, sure. Let me collect to. that. So, your favorite Seinfeld memories at 404 872 1-800-WSB-TALK. is going to play some Seinfeld cuts as well. All right. Gambling in Georgia. Should we allowed to be uh, betting on sports? Bill in Woodstock. Bill, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? What's going on, William? Uh, you know, another day in paradise. Sorry. So, I'm going to just two quick words revenue and freedom. And, it, uh, and I'm going to say, certainly. It's just like uh, y'all talked on WSB today earlier about the $18 million, you know, marijuana bust. It, what, what happened to freedom? People have been probably, you know, gambling and smoking marijuana for thousands of years. And then I'll just leave it on this, Mark. It's simple. The, the most tragic thing ever in the world is the government will probably not legalize gambling. They probably won't, you know, sports gambling. Or, or marijuana use for that factor. But look at the lottery. Is that not the most saddest tax on the people and the most help ever of all time? Well, I mean, no one's putting a gun to your head to buy tickets. That's the thing. And no one's going to put a gun to your head to place a sports bet or roll a, roll the dice at a craps table. I, here's the deal. This is a big decision by the Supreme Court because a lot of states are now going to allow it. Uh, I mean, there's going to be a ton of states that say, all right, you can now bet on sports. The question is, I mean, Georgia's been, you know, behind the times, I'd say, when it comes to a lot of these things, like be, buying, be, being able to purchase liquor on Sunday. We're behind the times on that. The, uh, the texting and driving, we've been behind the, 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 the times on that. Casino, we, we could have a casino now. We're not getting one anytime soon. So I think a majority, I think there'll be a lot of states that jump on board with the sports betting because there's there's considerable tax revenue to be made there. I mean, people are still betting. People are betting with their bookies right now. Or they're betting online and offshore casinos, um, and there, and no one's getting any tax revenue from the winnings there or the earnings. So I think I think it's time. I just don't think George is going to have it anytime soon. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk Longoria, my friend. Mm-hmm. I would like to hear some uh, some Seinfeld sound. What, okay. what do you have cooked up for us tonight? Uh, let me just play something here. All right, yeah, play something. We'll talk about it. Hi, Schmoopy. Hi, Schmoopy. No, you're Schmoopy. You're Schmoopy. So, Schmoopy, here's a little known fact about Schmoopy. <laughs> the actress that plays uh, that uh, character yeah. is married to George Stephanopoulos. Yeah. Yeah, from Good life. Morning America. She was amazingly cute. In the schmoopy thing. Oh, it's so fun. Have you ever called your, your wife schmoopy? I have not, no. The no. Soup, when they're standing in line and yeah. he tells the soup Nazi tells her to leave, and yeah. then Jerry looks at him and then looks at her and goes, I'm sorry, who are you? <laughs> so the soup Nazi, the, there's a real guy, uh, the soup, there's a real soup Nazi. Seinfeld visited the restaurant after the uh, episode. Uh, the soup Nazi is a guy named Ali Yegane. And, and Ali, the soup, the real soup Nazi, began shouting at Jerry in a profanity-filled rant because he based his character off of him um, on the on the show. Meanwhile, the guy's you know was made famous by the Super yeah, Nazi episode. I would think you would thank him. For yeah, that. exactly. Uh, your favorite Seinfeld episode memory or character at 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, let me hear another uh, piece of Seinfeld sound. What are you doing? What? 
Double dipping the chip. Did, did you just double dip that chip? Excuse me? You double dipped the chip. Double dipped? What, what, what are you talking about? You dipped the chip. You took a bite. And you dipped again. <laughs> so? That's like putting your whole mouth right in the dip. Unbelievable. And that's like double dipping. That was the beauty of Seinfeld is it took something like that. Because we've all seen people that do the double dip. Oh, yeah. And they made a show. They made a, a show <laughs> they about it. They made a whole so hour long. They an entire trip. show where they were in the parking garage stuck. Yeah, they looking for their car. They just wandered around the parking garage or the one, the Chinese restaurant. But the good thing about that, so the double dip episode brought to the forefront a problem that has been plaguing mankind since the dawn of time. Idiots that double dip. And now they don't. I'm sure double dipping is decreased by 80% because Seinfeld <laughs> pointed stats, out yeah. how ridiculous it is. There's very few double dippers left in the world. It is gross. We all we owe that all to George Costanza sticking his chubby little fingers in the dip twice. Do you double dip with a significant other? I yeah, never double dip. my wife? Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I still don't do it. Like me and Leslie will double dip. Yeah, I, mean, I don't yeah. care. It doesn't matter. But if I'm at a party, I'm very conscious of it. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> I don't want to be the guy you that does the it double and dipper. someone points it out. Because I'll point it at yeah. You don't want to be the double dipper. No. Yeah, so I, we credit Seinfeld for that. Eric joins us in Swanee. Eric, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how you doing? What's up, buddy? Not much. Um, the episode I always liked was the uh, the B.O. episode where the parking attendant had B.O. and Oh, the valet Parker had B.O. and they couldn't get out of the car. Yeah, and he ends up at the end of the show just dangling his keys in front of some guy sitting on the step. <laughs> and he throws the keys into the car, and the, the thief won't even steal it. Yeah, that's another yeah. thing. I mean, beyond it was BBO. It was beyond BO. Right. Yeah. Who's your that favorite character favorite. on Seinfeld, Eric? What's that? Who's your favorite character? Um. Well, I always liked Elaine. But El- Elaine. I'm uh, a guy. I still, yeah, exactly. Elaine is like the perfect girl. Yes. You find yourself in it. Leslie's very much like Elaine, I would think. <laughs> okay. Right? Like she's, she doesn't take any gruff. No. A hot neighbor also. Yeah. like, yeah. Kind of like a dude. You're hanging out with a dude. I like it. And I mean that as a compliment. Yeah, no. Yeah. I was just thinking of that episode when she orders the flounder and they won't go across the street. Oh, yeah. And she's sitting there. She, First goes, time ever served in U.S. Yeah, and he goes, so you are you don't want to just sit there and eat it in the, in the restaurant? She goes, no, I don't want to sit there and eat it like some loser. Loser. Exactly. So good. My, I think my favorite characters, I love George Costanza, but I think I love his parents more. I think they're my favorite characters. Oh, they're by far. So them getting into the shouting matches. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> we, we, we still have that water pick thing. Do we ever play that anymore when we I talk don't. about the prize pick? No. You took it off? Not giving away our water <laughs> pick! Yes, I love We need to start playing that when we do the prize pack again. Okay. Um, Leah's in McDonough. Leah, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hi, um, my favorite episode is when George's fiance dies from licking the wedding invitation. Susan. Because they, yes. Um, and also, I make a lot of loud talker references, too. Loud talker, close talker, soft talker. So, uh, Low talker. The, the, the actress that played Susan, apparently, no one got along with That's her. That's what I was going to tell yeah, you. Yeah, no one got along with they her. They wrote her out. And they finally so they said, just her they off. just killed her off. Because <laughs> she didn't get along with, I mean, I don't know how you couldn't get along with that cast of amazing it people. It said she was hard to act with, too. Like, they yeah. a lot of their stuff was, was very reactionary. Sure. And, and they, 
they had a very difficult time acting with her as well because yeah. it just. Oh, yeah, so they were well, I remember my. my envelope. There were people I, that I were upset. That. People were upset when they killed off Susan. Oh, and, that and was like, great. And the like cold-hearted way they did it. Yeah, like, yeah, because they just kind of left at the she end. She died, of the and they're like, "All right, you want to get something to eat?" And he's like, "Okay." Oh, but that, that's the, <laughs> that that is the best part of that yeah. is when they're like, "Oh, should we go get some coffee?" Yeah, well, that's that. <laughs> let's let's get out of here. Okay. Yeah. Good <laughs> good call. The off. the envelope licking. I don't know if you guys ever talked about that when you were sending out wedding invitations, like. We, you know, don't skimp on the envelopes. Because Listen, every year I have to do the oh, the Mark Aram show Christmas, Christmas card. card. Yes, <laughs> that's why I glued them this year because the first time I had to do that, I was like, oh, if I keel over for this, uh, I'd be so pissed. Longar, would I? We would both go out to eat after. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure uh, after. you would. Yeah. Leah, thanks for the call, buddy. We'll come back more rem- uh, remembrances of Seinfeld. He didn't die or anything, but 20 years ago today, the final episode aired on uh, NBC. Uh, let's see. Steven Spielberg once commented that while filming Schindler's List in 1993, he got so depressed he would watch tapes of Seinfeld episodes to cheer him up offset. How about that? We'll come back with more recalls. It is Movie Monday. Uh, Longoria's playing a soundtrack, an oldie. At the end of the uh, show, if he gets the soundtrack, you win the WSB prize pack. Movie Monday continues on The Mark Aram Show. Happiness, and I guess the best you want a piece of me? Welcome back. Six, uh, no, 825, 82 degrees on Peachtree Street. Celebrating Seinfeld on a movie Monday. Your favorite episode, memory, character, what have you. Uh, Tony joins us in Gainesville. Tony, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. How's it going? Hey, uh, one of my favorite Seinfelds is when George does the opposite in the whole show. When there's Oh, yes. You know, he, he explains every decision he makes is always wrong, and Jerry convinces him, well, the opposite decision. Instead of tuna on toast, I'm going to have chicken salad on white. Only <laughs> goes up to the girl. Yes. She goes, that's exact, That's the exact same thing I just ordered. My yeah, name's George. George. I'm unemployed, and I live with my parents. parents. <laughs> Hi. Nice to – oh, such a good I, – I, I mean, Costanza <laughs> to me is still I, – I, I love that character so much. Tommy's in Woodstock. Tommy, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Mark, good evening. I, I tell you, it's hard to, to to decipher which episode is my favorite, but I would have to say either puffy shirt or the shrinkage episode. You know, it's so funny. Puffy. Chuck accidentally wore a puffy shirt on uh, on Thursday. <laughs> Did not wear a puffy shirt. A puffy it was a little shirt. puffy shirt. Who's that? Uh, that Veronica Waters. Shirt. Veronica Waters actually actually did wear a puffy shirt this morning. I I posted a wow. picture on Twitter. Yeah, the puffy shirt yeah. because she was a soft talker. And they didn't, uh, they didn't know what she said. She was like, why do you wear the puffy shirt? And they're like, yeah, they, of course we'll wear the puffy shirt. Amazing. Now we know it. Now puffy shirt is actually a thing in the vernacular. It is. Charlie's in Smyrna. Charlie, real quick, your favorite Seinfeld uh, memory. Bruce Mark. Welks, buddy. Mark? Yes, sir. Uh, my favorite uh, uh, part in an episode is the voice to hello. Hello. <laughs> and he chooses the voice over the girlfriend. Yeah, I've been there. I would have. I've been in that situation. Never. I've had to choose between a voice and a girlfriend. But uh, that's when they drop the big ball of oil. Well, out yeah, the, exactly. Out the window. That may or may not include a live chicken. <laughs> and with Darren's help, we'll get that chicken someday. So good. So good. All right, coming back, more Seinfeld memories. Russ in Gainesville will join us as well. We'll get an update on Russ's dating life. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. 20 years ago today. Dang, we're getting old. The final episode of Seinfeld Air. We'll come back after news, weather, and traffic. It's the Mark Aram Show. 
is Louis Anderson, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. Six, uh, eight, why do I keep saying six o'clock? 837, 81 degrees. Aram Longo Loti, this is the Mark Aram Show, celebrating the uh, 20th anniversary of the finale of the amazing pop culture hit that was Seinfeld, living in infamy forever and ever because of uh, syndication. $400 million Seinfeld and Larry David made in. Um, in syndication, four hundred million. That's not even what they get paid to do the show. Um, here's the, here's a little Seinfeld nugget. Uh, Jason Alexander who played George Costanza. Costanza. His wardrobe was often made one size too small, which added to him being perpetually annoyed. <laughs> like they act, they purposely put tight clothes on him so he'd be like annoyed about. That's pretty amazing. Did he know that? <laughs> I think so. Um, originally, there was. Uh, Seinfeld wanted an actor named Jake Johansson to play uh, George Costanza. The guy that plays the doorman episode. That's not Jake Johansson. He wanted him to play George. Larry Miller? Yeah. Oh, all the right. Guy that played, you remember that? Was, when yeah. he has to go see Elaine at Mr. Pitt's. Yeah, yeah. They, he originally, oh, I'm when the he, doorman. When he very first was, was, was uh, they wanted him and he couldn't do it. He would have um, been good. He's he's funny. But, I mean, they hit a home run with Jason Alexander. Oh, yeah. Um, other people that they wanted, they uh, auditioned for the role of George Costanza. Paul Schaefer. Yeah. From David Letterman show. That's weird. Nathan Lane, Steve Buscemi, Danny DeVito. That. I think DeVito, Danny DeVito would have been. He would have been funny, but I, I mean, I he think, might have overshadowed. Yeah, that. he would have stole the show. Danny DeVito, too big of a star. Like the one thing about it, these were all relatively unknown actors. Exactly. At the time, so. Exactly right. All right, uh, your thoughts on uh, the 20th anniversary of Seinfeld going off the air? Uh, Russ joins us in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. Welcome to the program, Russell. How are you, sir? Hey, hey, I'm great. How are you? Excellent. What's going on, buddy? Not nothing. Um, I like that one where. Uh, Kramer bought the Commando 450 shower head. <laughs> the low water pressure one. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, this guy said, you don't want this. We use this on elephants. He goes, no, we do. We want that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was pretty fun. Lo- the low flow. Now, I don't know if you guys have gotten a new toilet recently, but they're all yeah. low flow toilets now, which is annoying. For me, a guy like me, that's, you know, there's four or five flushes required for me, Russ. I don't know about you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, no, I don't eat that much. You, ma- you married yet, brother? No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Uh-oh. I'm still looking at this. Did you break up? Or are you yeah, guys still I together? i got to get some earplugs. She never stops talking, I swear. It's like one long sentence. This lasted for a month now. Oh, that bodes well. You put a ring on I, that I for think, sure. Yeah, go out you're married now. It's been one long run-on sentence for a month now, he said. <laughs> yeah, put a ring on that, Russ. Oh man! I well, I, she looks good, and I'm thinking about earplugs because no, you know, like I'll put a movie in, she won't watch it. She just will put the movie. She'll say, "Can we watch this?" I'll say, "Sure." And then as soon as the movie comes on, she'll go, "Well, I remember when we were in Myrtle Beach and our coconut film, bugga bugga bugga, and we did some." You just she talks the whole movie. So yeah, I would. This I would, is going great. Yeah, I would. Uh, <laughs> I would hold off on that. I would hold off on that. Uh, well, yeah, I know. Yeah, no, but, Don't rush into anything, Russ. Okay. That's all I'm saying. All right, keep us posted, brother. We love you. Mitch joins us in Cleveland. Mitch, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, guys. What's uh, up, buddy? My pick, 
my pick for best episode is going to be based on the overall strength of all three subplots that run through the show. It's the one where Kramer gets fired from the job he never had. Oh, yes. And, <laughs> and they also had man hands in that episode and Bizarro World. All three of those were in the same show. No kidding. That's right. Oh, the Bizarro, the Bizarro crew is fantastic. Bizarro. Yeah, coffee Bizarro shop, Jerry, Bizarro the Bizarro Jerry. Coffee Shop, Bizarro George was all generous, and oh, that what a you're Kramer right. Kramer would knock. Yeah, who is it? And Manhand. <laughs> see, like that's the thing. Like Manhands now is actually a thing. People say, oh, she had Manhands. No one that the fridge <laughs> she wasn't around. That beer shelf off, and he goes, yeah. it wasn't even twisted. Yeah, it wasn't. That was. <laughs> and then she takes the lobster and like just yeah. cracks it takes open. Takes that eyelash out of his eye with that giant yeah. ball. <laughs> <laughs> just on in his eyeball. But she was really hot. She's very pretty. Yeah, the man hands wouldn't uh, dissuade me there. Uh, Jason's in Sandy Springs. Jason, welcome to the program. So you guys remember the uh, Peterman reality tour? Yes. yes. So a couple years, I took my kid to New York for his 16th birthday, and we actually went on the Seinfeld reality tour, which is run by Kenny Kramer, the original inspiration for Kramer. I tried to do that a couple weeks ago, but the show the, the tour starts at noon. and That's Right. So I was late, so I went to the Teddy Roosevelt Museum instead. So you actually went on the tour. Oh, it's a riot. So so Kenny Kramer, so it turns out he lived across the hall from Larry David. Apparently there's some rent control building or was some rent control building uh, down in Midtown that was for artists and, and actors and theater people and all that. So they lived across the hall from each other, kind of like Jerry and, uh, and, and uh, Kramer do on the TV show. So that's how they got to know each other. Do you, so, do you uh, recommend the tour? So, Oh, it's outstanding. Oh, we got to do that, funny guys. Funny enough, it's, it's $37.50, which <laughs> if you go back and look at that episode, that's the cost of the Peterman reality did, tour. Did you get a uh, pizza bagel? We didn't get a pizza bagel or a bite-sized <laughs> Snickers. Now, did you did you but, drive uh, by the uh, the coffee shop? Is that part yeah, of the so tour? You, so you meet at a comedy club on Ninth Avenue, and you spend about an hour and a half. He kind of goes through the whole history of the, the program and does his little shtick, and you get on a bus. And for the next couple hours, you drive around and see sites that were uh, that were in the in uh, reference in the episodes, and you know he's up in front of seeing, and you can ask him any questions or whatever. We got to do that. All in muffin stumps. Yeah, <laughs> the, the top of the muffin. <laughs> I love what I is, uh, yeah, muffin top. Can you haul some stumps for me? Yeah, they were veterans. Yeah, they were veterans. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, Jason. All right, so yeah. yeah, it's so funny. When I was in New York a couple of weeks ago, I was looking for something to do, wandering the city. I'm like, oh. The Seinfeld tour, yeah, but he, it, it kicks off at noon, so I, I had missed it. Um, noon, noon. Lori's in coming. Lori, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how are you? What's going on, Lori? I love your show. I love your cast. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. We're I cast. actually had a Seinfeld <laughs> final episode, episode party. Did you really? I did. And that's when we had, like, big TVs, and I can remember getting, like, every TV in our house and putting it on our deck so that we had plenty of viewing areas. Yeah, what what sweet. did you think of the finale? I mean, it wasn't very well received. No, it was kind of a disappointing. Yeah. I'm glad we were all liquored it. up and stuff. Check Chuck loves it. I I, I thought I, it was great. I, 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 I hate it less now than I did when it first aired. I don't know. We just I just the thought the only thing I would have changed was I didn't need that many flashbacks. You could have just brought the different characters in of all the people they screwed over over nine seasons. I didn't need the the, the flashback cuts. I thought it was great. Well, I mean, I don't know what we were expecting. Here's the problem. There's a lot of no pressure there. No one can there. tell me what they would have done differently or what would have made it better. That's why I was fine with it. Do you know why I didn't like it in hindsight? Because they, they said they were going to be in jail for a year. 
for you know the Good Samaritan law violation, right. Right. which mm-hmm. led me to believe, oh, this show's going to come back someday. And there's, it's, I mean, Seinfeld said it's never coming back. Not a chance in hell. He's right. never ever because they just because uh, Roseanne just did a reboot, you know, and came back okay. on ABC. So they asked Seinfeld. Have you thought about it? He goes, there's not enough money in the world. Yeah, no. He goes, well, I wouldn't. The closest I wouldn't. they came was that season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes, which exactly. Which was amazing. And have you, do you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, Lori? Oh, I love that. Yeah, that so was, good. Yeah, that was a great one. That's, that's but, the thing. Like, Larry David doesn't get enough credit for what he did for Seinfeld. You can tell when he left the show. Exactly right, Chuck. Because when he left the show, the show was like, man. It got a little schlocky. Exactly right. Yeah, those yeah. last two seasons were real schlocky. Larry David was definitely the brains behind... Uh, behind the, mm-hmm. the Seinfeld series. Bill joins us next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Bill. Hey, Mark. This is great. i, I got to tell you, I love it. There's so many. I was going to try to narrow it down to one, but I'll dovetail on the one episode that a guy mentioned earlier about uh, when, when uh, George wanted to do the offset. That's how he got hired by George Steinbrenner as the uh, assistant to the traveling secretary. Goes into Steinbrenner's office tells him how awful of the uh, GM he is. He said, hire this man. <laughs> but uh, but uh, the sea was angry that day, my friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The uh, the marine biologist episode is yeah, so good. Biologist and a uh, hole in one. And Kramer shoots the uh, golf ball into the whale's blowholes. You know, what is that, a Titleist? It's a Titleist. <laughs> yeah. All right, you ready? So here's some Newman oh. facts for you, Bill. Oh, I love the Newman. Newman there, there is never... Uh, a first name for Newman uh, in the whole oh, show. Yeah. We, we never oh, we never learn his first name. And Hello, he, Jerry. Hello, Newman. We hear well, that. Hey, yeah. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I was. I told my wife I was going to get a dog, like a little, like a little pug, or maybe a bull, a wrinkly bulldog, and name it Newman. That's what I wanted to do. You should so do it. Come home. Come home and call it. Newman. Hello, Newman. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes on Channel Two Action News in the morning, when I say uh, Noonan, I'll say it like uh, Newman. I'll be like, "Hello, Noonan." I love that. So, in the whole, play that cut again. Uh, the Newman cut for me, Longoria. In the whole nine years. Jerry. Hello, Newman. How many times did he say "Hello, Newman" in the 180 episodes? Gotta be 25. Longoria. 70. 15. Really? That's yeah, it? only 15 times did uh, you say, hello, Newman. That's how impactful it was. Yeah, you know, I also love the, uh, hello, Jerry, hello, like with, uh, oh, with uh, Uncle, Uncle Leo. Leo. Uncle Leo. <laughs> the best was like when. Jerry, hello. Yeah, when when George would call up, Jerry, got to get down here, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, who is this, Uncle Leo? And then <laughs> stands and bangs <laughs> the phone. Who is this? Jerry. Jerry bam, 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 bam. So good. Uh, Travis is in Monroe, Georgia. Travis, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark, I was in class earlier, so I didn't know um, anybody gets the soup Nazi. Uh, we mentioned it, but no one's mentioned it as their favorite episode. Yes, yes. Uh, it's one of my favorites. No soup for you? No The mulligatawny. Or, <laughs> That's the food that's I should right. ask Alex Williams if he knows. I don't even know what mulligatawny is. What kind of soup is that? No soup for you! I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, also, you were talking about the Newman and Jerry. Now, there were some exchanges where they would just cut eyes, and it would just be Newman... Yeah, exactly. And then every once in a while, they throw Mickey in the mix. Oh, Mickey was great. Like, a lot of the characters are dead now. So, um, Costanza's dad. I mean, uh, yeah, Costanza's dad died. The original one? Costanza. Jerry Jerry Stiller. He did? Yeah, I think he's dead. No? I don't think so. Paul says no. 
I could be wrong. Jerry's I think dead. I think Seinfeld's dad is dead. Yes, he passed away. Um, that actor, um, Morty, Pompous, not a Clompus. Jack Clompus is dead. I think Uncle Leo's dead. Yeah. So even if they were, gonna, I mean, like everyone's everyone's gone right now. Mickey, the little uh, the little I'll, person, I, that guy. Yeah. He was when sad. he heightens and his dad, he, he, he puts the, and he gets busted. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was so standing. Good. I, what does he say? I was standing for blossoms. Exactly. Um, all right, we got one segment to go. Uh, Movie Monday. If you know what soundtrack this is, better uh, you than me. Got a great prize pack though. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty for a guest on the prize pack. We'll come back. We'll play some more Seinfeld audio. Twenty years ago today, Seinfeld left the airwaves for the final time. We celebrate next on the Mark Aram Show. Final segment of the show, real quick, uh, honoring Seinfeld. Ten seconds or less. Bob, welcome to the show, Bobby. Hey, uh, I don't know if this is a, my favorite or not, but uh, two things that always strike me about Steinfeld, you watch them today, and you're laughing. You've seen it before, and then when they roll the credits, it was it was made, you're watching an episode from 1992. Exactly, it's timeless. It's a timeless show. Tim and Roswell. Tim, real quick, what do you have? Uh, yes, I was up in Kansas City watching or uh, going to a. We were at a uh, barbecue shop, mm-hmm. uh, and where this line is, you know, it's a two-hour wait to get your food, and. Uh, Guy is sitting there reading his book, and he's standing, you know, next to me for like 15 minutes. And then these two college-age kids come up and said, "Aren't you Al Roker?" And he goes, "I am." <laughs> and so I said, "Wait, you weren't you on Seinfeld?" And he was so impressed with the TV Guide episodes that I knew he was on Seinfeld. That's fantastic. Like- Even Al Roker loves Seinfeld. Jeff and Brazelton. Jeff, real quick, what do you have? Hey, uh, my favorite uh, non-recurring character by far was uh, Mr. Bookman, the library cop. <laughs> he died, too. Mr. Bookman's he, dead, too. He's dead? Yeah, Tropic of Cancer, Tropic of Capricorn. Uh, Lynn's in Gainesville. Lynn, real quick, what do you have? Stella! <laughs> Stella! When he goes down. <laughs> I mean, Jerry oh. Seinfeld totally captured what it's like to have Jewish parents with that episode. Stella! Let's hear some Seinfeld cuts real quick. What do you got, Longo? We don't have much time. Fire away with Seinfeld cuts. She's one of these low talkers. You know, because he's a high talker. Bit of a close talker. <laughs> Excellent. Close talkers. He recycled this gift. He's a regifter. <laughs> Regifting. That is that is. Maybe the dingo ate your baby. What? The dingo ate your baby. So good. So good. No guesses on the uh No, sir. What was it? The aviator. Oh, good job. Mm-hmm. Should we give away the prize pack now to sure. the seventh caller? Sure. All right. Seventh caller to 404-741-0750 wins four passes to WSB's advanced screening of Solo, a Star Wars story, Monday, May 21st, 7 p.m. at Regal Atlantic Station. I almost I almost went to see it today, but I didn't. Uh, forget star of the show. We all did well. Seinfeld star of the show. Let's, let's just get out of here for now. All right. Um... Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld, your star of the show. We'll give him that star of the show. But we're running out of time. Uh, tomorrow, big show, big stuff. A lot of stuff going on tomorrow, including Johnny Kilbasa. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby.
Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.